What up, what up, what up, San Antonio, El Paso, Abilene, people up in Lubbock, people up in Tyler, people up in the Mile High City in Denver, Colorado, people down the whole 305 South Florida region, and my people down Laredo. You are tuned in here to the Wednesday Hump Day edition of the Sports Grind. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing and spinning the one and twos. Today's show is being presented by Dos Equis Get a Dose, and we are broadcasting here from the Maestro de Bell Tequila Studios. 877-37-GRIND, if you know what you want to talk about it is open phone lines you know the rules all we ask you to do is call during the breaks and be patient during the long segments and breaks and we'll get to the phone calls accordingly also keep in mind if you need to reach out to me via twitter you can do that at sports grind and also if you want to stream the show live and leave comments uh, you can go to the business facebook page of sports grind entertainment or go to my personal page as well and you can leave comments and i'll read those in real time on air or if i don't get a chance to get to them i'll respond to them later and also keep in mind if you ever miss any of the shows live you can always go to sportsgrindonline.com where you can download the podcast daily seven days a week 365 and if you are in a market or traveling or in a market that doesn't carry as terrestrial radio wise or you're having technical difficulties listening through your normal uh, means of listening Always remember, you can go to sportsgrindonline.com as well and click the play button, and there we will be live. 877-37-GRIND. What's up, Mr. Clark? You ready? Yes, sir. Ready to rock and roll. All right. Um, All right. So we've got uh, quite a bit to get to as we move through the week, the week, the season, everything, the year is just flying by past fast. Uh, We've got... Quite a bit of things to get to. This is hump day Wednesday. This is the normal day where everybody from the NFL returns from the day off on Tuesday. You know, you start getting the game plan in. Uh, We've got some major NFL news today with a major key injury uh, that we'll get to. Uh, But... Um, I also want to take a slight glance because I know we, it's hard to stay on schedule with this, but if we don't run a time, I want to take a look at the midline reports. You know, things start to change. People that participate in that in the states that are legal to do that. Um, and it feels like it's everywhere because with the uh, ESPN app betting app launching yesterday and between them and DraftKings and FanDuel, as many cut, uh, commercials I get here in Texas, I swear it was legal here to do it as well, too. But it's just it's just big corporate. That's how they flood the market. That's what we're doing. OK, um, it's going to be very intriguing how the how the country deals with this in regards to sports gambling, because like I said, it's just uh, it's dangerous. It could be as dangerous as smoking two packs of cigarettes a day. OK, or getting behind the wheel after you've had too many cocktails. But the country will wake up to that. OK, um, but so we've got a lot going on. Uh, so we'll get to that NFL news. We'll get to the line report because the reason why I brought that up because this is the time toward the halfway part of the NFL season in college. This is when the lines become real tight. You're going to end up getting a lot of big numbers because now you have a, a collection of data um, in regards to teams and how they do it out there in the desert on college and NFL. And then you're getting into the equation of college basketball, which is put on the plate of line setters and stuff, too. So it's a big, big type of move. So we'll see if we can get to some midline reports um, and see how that goes. Also, um, basketball wise, um, first of all, college last night, you know, speaking of college basketball, um, Duke was able to hold on. 
um, and defeat Michigan State. You know, a lot of the experts are telling me, Duke, this is possibly one of these national titles type of teams uh, that they have. Uh, you know, they're number nine in the AP starting the season. Uh, they were able to hold off, like I said, 18th Michigan State, 74 to 65. And number one, Kansas rallied uh, to defeat a young, feisty number 17 Kentucky team, held them off 89 to 84. I watched this one uh, for most. I mean, I watched the Duke and Michigan uh, Michigan State too, but I was really in tune to the Duke and Kansas, and uh, excuse me, uh, Kansas and Kentucky, because you know the. You know, Kentucky, Calipari is in the situation, the same situation Nick Saban's in in Alabama. Um, if, if, it's, if it's not a Final Four appearance or a national championship in Kentucky, it's a failure. Uh, the pressure is mounting. I mean, it hasn't. There's so much stuff now nationally, and, the, and this industry is so oversaturated, okay, that you, you know, a lot of stories that would be big nationally, they're not really nationally, but they might be regionally. And in that bluegrass area, um, the last few years, it's been rumbling like, okay, what is Kyle doing? Now, count endless of guys he has put in the NBA. Um, the pressure mounts up. But he's in the same situation that Nick Saban is in that region when you coach at a university where it's win or bust. Now, this particular team this is the first time I got to see him this year. Um, the one thing that stands out to me about uh, well, there's two things that stand out to me about uh, Kyle Perry's team. One, um, they've got shooters uh, this year. They've got they've got some guards that can pop threes. Uh, they really kind of gave Kansas trouble for the most part of the game. Kansas won that game just off of experience, and they, they're they you know they're under Bill Self, and you know it's a different type of program where they don't have as many one and duns come through. And I'm not using that excuse for Coach Cal, but a lot of his teams, Coach Calipari, are usually young. And I see these matchups early on, whether they play Michigan State, whether they play Duke or Kansas in the last few years, where his youth gets exposed. But this youth seemed one of his better classes of late, and they had a chance to win this game. I thought personally they outplayed Kansas for the most part, but Kansas was able to steal this game late in the second half just off of execution and experience uh, but the college season basketball is up and going so we'll keep our eye on that we still got a lot of meat and potatoes left on the NFL season as we inch into the second half um, really is the playoff push in the NFL and of course we've got the NBA pros they're up and rolling we got these in-season tournaments uh, took as many as I could last night you know, um, especially in our backyard region and uh, also up there in Colorado, uh, got to see that Nuggets and Clippers game. Uh, definitely want to get my thoughts on that here shortly. But um, really last night in the NBA scene was the story of this uh, matchup uh, between uh, Chet Holmgren, which is technically in his rookie year, which is a dumbass rule for the NBA. Like he shouldn't even be qualified. Like it's, a, you know, between him and Wimby, the betting odds, it's a mile long from whoever's projected as rookie of the year that comes in third behind odds. So it's a two-team, it's a two-man race. But there's no way, and I've said this every time I get an opportunity, the rookie of the year, so what? You missed a whole full year. You're a pro. You're getting to travel with, you've been around a professional team. You get to know what it feels like being a professional. I don't care if you're rehabbing or not. You're not a rookie. So I've always, it's always made, you know, my butt itch the fact that NBA counts guys that get hurt or lose their rookie year and they put them in these all oh, rookie of the year so anyway this was built up between chet uh and wimby the spurs 
uh, they take another L. What was the total of? Because I stopped counting in regards to the defeat. De- uh, what, what was the final loss separation? How many points they lose by? Uh, the point differential. Yeah. Um, doing some quick math here. Ball, Thirty-six. Thirty-six. Um. First off, I'll just tell you that uh, everything that. Well, let's back up a little bit because, first of all, last night, the defensive topic has been very heavy on this particular show about their defensive effort. The start of the season, it's really been like this for the last couple of years. I've been hitting this beat, this drum home. But last night, I stumbled on like 87. And I know, that, and again, it proves my point about Keldon, I mean, not Keldon Johnson, but Trey Jones. This team has no shot to even look organized because they're not running any system right now. They're just playing and then the pops, you know, making these lineups and going on and on and on. So to me that 87 is, I'm like, what year is this? It's 2023. So I've talked about defense and I'm figuring out how in the hell in 2023, do you only score 87 points in an NBA game? That's one. Okay, because if I didn't even watch the game last night and I just box score watched and I saw 87 points in 2023, I would have swear I went back into DeLorean with Doc and we're back in like 1986. And I'm looking at guys with nut huggers on his tight shorts. 87 points. Um, and again... The amount of points they give up, it's it's like beating a dead, you know, horse. Um, I'm going to keep saying this because, you know, for the new markets that, you know, haven't heard this, like I said, when I was, you know, on terrestrial in my home market in the 210 and everybody, you know, this because because this is all going. And yes, I'm consistent with things. I I don't I don't live in the things start to deteriorate. You know, cracks in pipes start off as small drips okay and then they turn into eventually if you don't treat it they come into where it's just gussing out and you come home and the whole house is flooded so i want to take everybody back to where this is all the stuff that basically i was on a paul revere horse riding into the day that the claw wanted out and everybody at that time was i ain't no big deal man he don't want to be a spur he doesn't want to do this this and this and the next thing you know the leak in the crack continues to get bigger because that is something hard to overcome. Okay. Then fast forward into where it's just like, all right, we're going to get out of no man's land. We're going to go quote unquote tank or whatever you want to say. We're going to get the number one pick. And then we've got these, you know, young pieces that were developing this and that. Um, it just doesn't look it, it, you know, I will tell you this, and Jonas had an article that he sent to me yesterday. He wanted me to read in regards to I think what did the guy write for Yahoo, right? Yeah, Yahoo Sports. Yeah. I also personally tweeted it. Yeah, you okay? Jonas tweeted out. I didn't know you tweeted it. I read it this morning. I mean, look, if you like pop and you like the Spurs way, we live in an era where all you got to do is research and look at analytical numbers and mark mark it up, type it up, and you can basically have a supporting theory of what you believe in. I'm looking at it with the naked eye test, and it's different. Everything about this team and this organization, the way it's operated is different. Okay, the, even the way they're dealing with these injuries. You know, like I, like to me, it's like it used to be that injuries was kind of kept under wraps here. 
except for the Kawhi Leonard one. Um, every injury was kept under wraps, and then it's handled with gloves. Like, it might be an injury that the doc or the trainer tells you you're going to miss seven to ten days. Well, under the old Pop and Spurs way, that would equivalent to really an extra five days, six days to be, be cautionary. I've seen Vassell in and out of the lineup. We know he has hamstring tightness. Then I tune in last night, and then Kelvin's not there, you know, for whatever he's doing. So this is kind of weird, too, as well. And also... Let me get back to this article. And this was really about, you know, Jonas kicked about the whole Sohan experiment at guard. Look, man, you know, this is this is things that you do in AU in high school. Hell, you might even do it in college, going into a freshman. Okay? Speaking of Calipari, let's say if he's on the recruiting trail and he's recruiting for Kentucky and he's looking for blue chippers. And he's going to this high school, and there's this forward that's 6'3", 6'2", or 4". And Kyler Perry said, hey, I really want you to come to Kentucky. You know what we were about? You've got rich tradition. We've got this and this. But I want you – I think I can turn you into a guard. That's college stuff, man, to high school. This experiment with Sohan and the way he's coaching, it, it, it screams that this is not an experiment about – I'm going to be smarter than everybody else and I'm going to do this. This is allowed to happen because this is an experiment like you have a lifetime contract. That's what it is. The, the way, like whether you think that he sh he's the game's passed him by, whether he needs to go or stay in pot we trust, he's not coaching the same. And in media day and opening, in the opening media, he said, hey, you know, the last few years is about developing these players and develop that this year is about teaching them how to win and winning. Okay, because half the time of it is, and keep in mind, I've been here before Pop even showed up. I've paid attention to this franchise even before he showed up. From all the national, you know, reputations from David is soft and this and this and the Spurs never. And I've been here for all of it. Okay, Tark out of UNLV chewing on a towel experiment. George Lucas straight out of rehab. Getting an opportunity, a coaching job. Brother beat it, though, by the way. Look, man, you know, teaching a team to win and there's runs going on and there's going. And half the time I'm looking over there and he has his arms folded. Like, yes, youth and learning how to win makes a difference in the NBA if you're really the youngest team in the NBA. Okay. But. To continuously lose in this, I mean, I even do, I don't even, I haven't looked at it, but let me just say what. So now that makes it there on a six game losing streak, right? It feels like to me, whatever it is, five game losing streak, six games, it feels like to me, if you did the math, I would say the ballpark, they're losing on an average of 28 to 30 points a game, the average. And so to me, whatever took place in the desert, those first two games or those stretches where they had Phoenix, those two games, and then they, you know, got down big, but they fought back with a chance to win. They came back and won, and then they followed up. Whatever went on with that or whatever the conference, whatever the game plan was those two days, or whatever experiment was going on, and I understand Trey Jones wasn't there last night and Kelton wasn't there, but we've th there's been this problem whether those two's been playing or not when we talk about the defense and the points. I don't know what has changed that they can't bottle that up or what's going on. And it does look like a team besides you that the message is whatever the plan is trying to get through, does everybody believe in it? 
But make no mistake about it. There is no other coach, okay, in the NBA. I don't even think Phil Jackson, he's got the most rings. There's no other coach in the National Basketball Association that I've been watching the NBA going from the 80s that I can remember that's been on the sideline, dead, past, or present. That could have, and I don't care, and I, I, the reason why I put Phil in there because he's got, he got more rings than Pop. There is no other coach that could come off five, six consecutive seasons in any other market, get the number one overall pick, regardless whether the roster is or not, and go through a losing stretch to start the season, and you're getting, you're getting toasted on an average of 25 to 30 points. And the thing that's crazy to me is like, I'm thinking like, hey, man, I don't know if they've got the, the flex rule in the NBA, but I know they gave the Spurs a lot of love because of Wimby. But if this is the effort they're going to put on and they're going to be losing in tournament games, regular season games by average of 25 to 30, got to wonder how much good TV that really is. Because a lot of people are complaining that, oh, we didn't really get to see Chet and Wimby. Well, yeah. As far as what I've been telling you, man, ain't running nothing. You listen to the Sports Grind. Today's show is presented by Dos Equis. We are broadcasting from the Maestro de Bell Tequila Studios. We'll be back. Texas summers can get hot, but now they're blazing with the new Zing Zang Blazing Bloody Mary Mix. The latest addition to the Zing Zang lineup brings the same great, bold, and delicious taste that you already know, only much hotter. Shake things up with Zing Zang Blazing Bloody Mary Mix made with premium ingredients and crafted for a bold and savory taste, whether with your favorite vodka or with the pre-mixed ready-to-drink cans. Zing Zang, America's favorite Bloody Mary and an official sponsor of the sports grind. Please Zing Zang responsibly. For more than a century, the Pendleton Roundup has defined what it means to be a cowboy. It also gave life to something equally renowned, Pendleton Whiskey, capturing that unique spirit in every bottle and honoring the enduring legacy of the American West. Pendleton Whiskey is made with the finest northern grains and cut with Mount Hood Glacier water, a whiskey that celebrates the cowboy in all of us. That's Pendleton Whiskey. That's true Western tradition. Pendleton is the official whiskey of the PBR Tour. Pendleton Distillers, Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Please drink responsibly. Pendleton Whiskey, official sponsor of the sports grind. Are you moving around the greater San Antonio area? Choose the storage experts. Tiger Moving and Storage. Whether you're moving an office or the whole family, Tiger Moving and Storage offers container drop-off and delivery with efficient, prompt, and cost-effective service. To learn more and to secure your portable storage container today, go to ChooseTiger.com. Tiger Moving and Storage, official sponsor of the sports grind. Without a follow, without a mention, you really piping up on these. You gotta be nice for what? All right, back here on the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing, spinning the one and twos. Today's show is being presented by Dosecchi's. Get a dose. We are broadcasting here from the Maestro de Bell Tequila Studios. And this next segment is going to be sponsored by Specs. Keep in mind, if you're looking to check out what their latest new products they have that's in store, or you know what they have, but you just want to deliver straight to your doorstep. Don't forget about specsonline.com because the fun starts here. That's Specs, official sponsor of the Sports Grind and official partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, man, I mean, th- it's just one of those situations to where it's early. So, you know, like I've told AC, I've told everybody, like, I'm trying to wait and judge this at the end of 82 games wherever they fall, whether they, you know, fall in the top two or three. 
okay? Because if they don't, if there's not some emphasis put on defense and there's not some accountability being made instead of letting them just run up and down the court, they're going to be in the hunt for the number one overall pick again, okay? Now, um, of course, in this region, the pop apologists will tell you, oh, that's all part of the master plan. It's the Jedi mind trick. Okay, sounds good. Um, what I see because any team in professional sports is a reflection of the head coach. Some sports more than others, but football, basketball, it's a reflection of the coach and the mentality. Okay? Um, and no different, and I brought this up a couple weeks ago, no different than a Tiger Woods that is unbeatable, that is immortal, that has guys defeated even before the first tee, tees off the first tee. When he had a life-altering experience, it changed him forever. Okay? That part of that was self-inflicted. I mean, we'll go with the whole scandal and being embarrassed because you got this image of this nice, wholesome family man. And next thing you know, I mean, it's like almost that you you auditioning, uh, you know, trying to get it to the, you know, Avian Awards. Okay? His whole world was teleton. Then injuries come. Bottom line, he never played different. He never had that aura. He was. What did Tiger do? What's similar that I see now? Once you get in, a, when you've appreciated what you do, what is he doing? Hey, man, let me. I'll, I'll take a picture with you in the gallery. Hey, I'll sign this. Hey, guy, talking to his player. Tiger, when he was cutthroat before all that, he wouldn't talk to anybody but his caddy. It was either fluff when he first started, or it was Stevie. He had a stone-cold killer face. But when his whole world got upside down and, and different things, put a different life, things in perspective of life, that edge, it changed. And when I look at the reflection of this team and the way that they play nightly, even though I say, hey, this is just a high-profile pickup game, um, you know, I'll give Keldon the pass on some on the emotion part because Keldon is the one guy that shows the most emotion, especially if they're making a run, he's hitting a three-day month. But for the most part, I see a team that has a reflection of a head coach that basically is more about humanity and being doing things the right way, which is all fine and dandy, but there's an edge to it where it's a different it's a different style and a different way that he's coaching. And look, every coach, whether you've been in it for 20 years, 25, 30 years, Every coach in every sport is having to coach different because of the athlete and the scent, whether you want to say that this generation is sensitive, there's more money involved, they have more control, whatever you want to say. So that's not an excuse because everybody's coaching different anyway. But it's the it's the perception of what continues to happen over and over. And, and again, I'll just go back. And the reason I don't spend too much time is because I know things it, this is the i've said this for a while now it's the same thing that bobby that florida state went through with bobby bowden joe pa before the scandal and old niffley lines because all small market towns and i don't care if we're busting at the seams at two million plus population we're still a small market and it's one of those situations where a legend grows and they grow and it comes to a point where it's like you gotta ride it out because I, to me, it has nothing to do about Pop being a bad coach or doing whatever. My whole deal, it has to do with, in any sport, is the message, is it, is it stale? Does it still resonate with this era 
in this generation. What do you got? Then say what you're trying to say, Cal. No, because I'm not. Because, because, because you don't want to go there. No, no, it doesn't matter what I'm saying because it's not going to change anything. And to me, it's a respect factor. I'm just reporting the news. Yeah, but, but, can, but, 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 but coming back and complaining about it after every game, before every game, is just as disrespectful. No, it's not, Jonas, because what I have to, I do a daily sports talk show. Yeah. Do I want to come in here? I'm not going to be the writer or the person just because it's in my backyard or Pop has this. Do you understand what's going on with Bill Belichick in New England? 100%. And his championship in winning is a lot more recent than what Pop has done. For sure. Okay. We're talking about five or six years of this in San Antonio. New England is going through it maybe the last two or three, and they're losing everything. What I'm telling you the, the is, difference is between, it, The difference no. between New England and, and, and San Antonio, I would say, the difference is is that San Antonio has better, done a better job at, in terms of putting talent in the building. Um, Pop, you know, whether, whether he still has his hands or uh, in, in, in player selection, I know that the first couple of drafts, the Vassells and stuff, you wanted to put that on Pop. No, that's not, this has Pop nothing to do. I'm not, talking to per, I'm not talking personnel. I'm talking about how the town and the media is treating them. Sure. Pop's considered the GOAT in some people's eyes. So is Bill Belichick. Whether you uh-huh. want to throw in Spygate, whether you want to say cheat of Belichick, where he ain't done nothing with Tom Brady, at the end of the day, you check off a lot of people that's played the game, that's coached, jammed the game, they will have Bill Belichick despite all those warts that Pop don't have in his defense. I'm not talking about the way why they're struggling or the rebuild. I'm talking about the way the media and the way that the town treats them. So my whole deal is like, no, back to what you're saying. No, I'm not going to say what I said. I've always said I'll never come on airways and say he needs to be fired, but I'm not going to turn a blind eye when I know what I'm seeing every day and I know what attitude is and I know what that comes about. Yeah, you're and just going to constantly complain about it. No, it's, I'm going to talk not, about not, it. No, it's not even talking about it because at the end of the day, talking about it, you're, you're complaining, you're upset. And understandably, nobody likes to lose games. No, I'm not upset because I don't get I don't get checks from the sports, sports and entertainment. We we all get into sports, whether we're covering sports, watching sports. You get into it because there you have a team of interest. You don't just you don't just wake up one day and decide I just love no, the sport but, of but 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 also when you do radio for 20 years, you have a more side. Yeah. If you take it seriously, you yeah. have a more professional side yeah. that yes. you look into. Like I said, you always learn how to put your fan hat on and take your fan hat off. All right, so take your fan hat off, and if you're standing just like we're sitting here, no, twenty thousand miles away from New England, and okay. we have no problem saying Bill Belichick, what what, what are they doing up there? Bill Belichick, what it, but, but, stop Bill, dancing but, but, around what no, it is you're trying to say. No, because Bill Belichick's never done nothing for my city. I didn't live in New England again because you, uh, no. you, you got the, uh, what I said, Cal. What? Take the hat off. No, I don't have to take the hat off because at the end of the day, you want me to. This is the thing. If I don't call for the, this is the way you're coming across and basically what you're saying. If I don't call for the man's job on airways or saying he needs to be fired and he's done, then you feel like I should come in here and basically just try to look through, you know, look through doo doo. And every day and try to pick out one or two projection nuggets and excuses about the youth or about, hey, well, you know, this is what we were going to do and this is what people do. No, that sounds that's bad radio. Yeah, that's bad radio. But again, then give it the time of day that it's worth. Uh, Guys, uh, last night in the NBA, San Antonio Spurs lose uh, 126 to 87. Uh, Chet Chet Holmgren puts up nine points. Wemby puts up eight points and they lose their six straight. Next on next up on the NBA. Yeah, because there's nothing. There's nothing to beat a drum about about, about no. pop unless you're trying I don't to beat think a drum it's be- I don't and think get it, a beat. Going. I, I, don't, I don't think a beat is drum because I'm the only one here locally that's talking about it like that. 
So so no so nobody else that has a play. No, you're, you're, no. You're dancing around. No, no, it ain't dancing around it. I'm telling you what I see. Nobody anybody else talking put it this about way. it. You say they're put, drinking put, put, put it this way. Nobody's even dancing around it. People are making excuses about youth and about whatever. We, like I said, there's five or seven coaches because styles change that could win ten or fifteen extra games with this team. Then, then, then you, call so, for so, the coaching so, change. But, but, but I'm gonna go back. To, I'm gonna use what you're saying to me. Why? You know why? Because we ain't got an owner. There's no owner here. I'm consistent, bro, with this. This is the only way I've lasted as long as I've had. You're not gonna out. You're not gonna change my mind. You're not gonna out talk me and why this. I'm telling you that why. When you say why, well, why, Cal? Why can't you just run the score? Why are you coming? Why am I gonna come over here with the job when there's no one in the building to make that decision? Nobody in that knowing that building, we lost one of the best general managers of all time because he had to go upstairs because this family, the Holt family, Peter Holt's uh, health deteriorated. The kids didn't want to run it. And then basically it came and it's set an idol and you have this iconic figure that's sitting here. that's no accountability. I saw the same thing happen in Colorado. And unlike pop, that man up in Colorado played on the field, put that uniform on. And he's responsible for every trophy in the case. And I saw how well, he well, operated. Pop, pop is unlike no, playing on the field. Pop has coached all of the trophies. That, that, the uh, that, that's fine. They got that in common. But what I'm telling you is this guy actually went through blood, sweat, and tears when I talked to Elway. And the bottom line is there was no accountability when Mr. B passed. There was Joe Ellis and it was John. And who was telling John anything? We're in the same situation. So to me, that go back full circle so we can move on. You said, well, say it with your chest out, Cal. Why don't you just dance around? For what? We ain't even got an owner that's going to make the difference. I tell AC the same the, thing, but I'm not going to sit again, here. No. I'm not you're not, it's not like you're holding the team accountable because it doesn't matter. No, it At matters the the because. Day, unless, unless you're going to campaign for a change. No. Pop's not going to change no. his ways. Pop, no. we, or any more than we've seen him kind of come along I'm going to put it to you this way. There's two things I'm going to tell you. Okay, to wrap it up in a nutshell, for one, well, really, really, there's three things I could say. Number one, if pop, what this is my opinion, so it doesn't matter whether I talk about it every day or call for him to be fired. It's just a situation what it is, in my opinion. First of all, if pop's wife hadn't passed, in my opinion, he would have been gone after the record. Sure. Number two. It's a guy that's still coaching in a job. And the one thing I'll give credit Pop about, even though it's tongue and cheek, and what does the local media do down here? Whatever. Oh, oh, that's funny, Pop. But I look at it like he's dead serious. What he said, hey, man, when you, when you stop, well, the pay's good. Man, it's getting directed. He's the highest paid. Mike Malone, I mean, I don't know what his contract, but Pop's still the highest paid coach in the NBA. Top two or three. Okay, at 70. So the money matters. Where is he going to go to get this money? That's number one or number two. And number three, it just comes down to where it's it's it comes down to where there's no it, it's not going to when you say not going to change the number three, I would tell you. And th we would not be in this situation if there was if Peter Holt was running this team day to day, because let me tell you what would happen before we even got to that, because it all goes. You can say what? But I'm telling you, it's like this because we don't have owners. And I've been saying this for five or six years. But everybody, all this and this, this is why you have it. So I think it's human nature, man. You can go you can work any job in your life. If you sit there and you know that you can ride the because what I look at it is what I used to do and 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 the way You're the team the is clock. exactly okay. way, the way the team is performing, it looks like a coach is sitting there riding the clock. It's like whatever. Okay, and that, and that's just that's just the deal because but at the end of the day, let's wait till the eighty two is over. Let's see where we're all at then. But right now, through eight nine games, for the exception, what happened in the desert. 
this doesn't look any different than last year. And you got the number one over pick. It looks no different. You've got guys that are in their second or third year. They're still young. It looks no different. And I'm, ta- I'm using what Pop said at, at media day. He's the one that said that this year was about teaching them how to win. But we're going to wait for that to start. Keldon Johnson, I heard his comments like, well, this team did the, well, this team's going to look different at the All-Star break in December than it does now. Okay, let's see it. Because I know teams, when this man's invested and it's a coach away and it's like, damn, like quick timeouts, eight over, no what. This is somebody that is basically right now, whether you want to call him the mad science or whatever, he's coaching and handling this team with gloves. And at the end of the day, whatever the message is going, look, 87 points. How do you only score 80? There was a point. They were stuck on 60 points. I swear. I think it was 60 or 50. It might have been 50. They were stuck on one of those points for like four minutes. Yep. How does that happen in this day in NBA? But it's it's one thing. I like, And I'm the one that basically when the win total came out 29 and you and everybody, oh, man, that's a big take. Where do I sign up for that? That's a big. I say, hey, man, it's low for a number, and I don't know. And then we started going about the benchmarks, whatever. I'm just telling you that, like Mike Tomlin always said, the standard is the standard. Every title, every title franchise has that. It's just either it's held accountable by the fan base or the local media. Unfortunately, down here, it ain't held by the local media, and it's split down the middle on the fan base. And trust me, everybody else, not the 210 that has been covering the Spurs or whatever, that used to be not split down the middle because it used to be more like, oh, man, y'all are crazy and pop with this, this. But whether you want to say it's the politic effect, whether you can say whatever, and I always said, I said this four years ago, I said, it's okay. I said, it's going to come to a time where everybody going to look around. It's it's like, hey, man, what, what are we doing? You know, it's like, you, I mean, you got big mama, you got grandma in the back room and it's like the debate, like we're going to put in a nursing home or we just and everybody just keeps walking by and knowing big mama's health is deteriorating. Like it's, it's embarrassing. And like I said, the NBA and I'll go back to this. We can move on. This is what you get when you market individuals and it's worked for them. The late David Stern want to do it. But when you market individuals and not teams, that sometimes you can get cut. You can get stuck giving a team 25 to 30 national televised games because they've got this general play. And then you're stuck with it because that is bad national television. And all I got to do. And, and look, it ain't just like what I'm going to stop doing. It's just throwing the locals under the bus because it ain't just them. It's the national guys, too. Nobody. It's like pop is a made man. Nobody else wants to even criticize. They'll make nauseam of skew, but it's going to come to a point because it's going to hit national first. The, the L's keep piling up. Then it's going to become a national story. Eight, seven, seven, three, seven grind. And I had a tweet uh, from Asparza. You know, like as far as just not even reading it verbatim, but on the lines of saying like, hey, yeah, I'm trying to come over your side because Pop didn't even give us Chet and Wimby. Like as far as, man, I know you don't listen every day, but you've been listening to this show for a while. What have I been saying? Like, I don't do trolling, man. I don't come in here just to say, I'm going to ruffle fed. No, I'm going to try to generate calls. I'll tell you what I really feel, whether you agree with it or not. And I've been telling you it's a high profile pickup game at Lifetime or Gold's Gym. Period. 877-37-GRIND. The Denver Nuggets, they show championship toughness last night as they hold off the Clippers and get a W. And that remains to keep the Clippers. First of all, I didn't even know this. They're winless on the road this season. 
which is not a good stat. Go ask Golden State Warriors what happens with a team, and that kind of smells something too. I'll get to there in a minute. Um, and they've yet to win a game with James Harden. They also have lost six in a row. And they've lost six in a row, okay, which this is a team that's with expectations. And they've lost six in a row, okay. Um, I've said it, I think, Tuesday or Monday, and I'll say it again. I believe this signing was an ownership signing because of what – I don't need to repeat it. It's what I said about the arena coming. Sportsgrindonline.com. Yeah. I stick by what I said Monday. There's too much on the line with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George and this particular team. And do you blow it up finally? Because I'm sorry, man. They've been hanging on because of injury. It's that what if. You know, it's the same reason why majority of people go buy that lottery ticket for that billion-dollar Powerball. What if? What if? They hang on to that. Well, what if we could stay healthy? And then you add a guy like James Harden, and you give up pieces for it and picks. It doesn't make sense from a GM to a coaching standpoint. This is I said it when it really happened before I saw it. I said, this is a Steve Ballman type of sign. This, this, this has to do with that arena. But I'm going to repeat what I said Monday. It's going to come to a point where if it's that bad, and everybody keeps talking about this one ball. There's only one ball. I'm like, well, that's not even hardly the problem. Yes, that's a concern. What is it? One ball between Russell Westbrook, James. Chuck is telling us last night constantly that Char- I mean, that James Harden and Russell Westbrook both need the ball. It's not going to work. Whatever. And Chuck knows more basketball than I do in 200 lifetimes. But the one thing that nobody's talking about is, again, the chemistry. What does it do with the chemistry? And what has leaked out about Golden State is what I told y'all last year. And that's why I'm passionate and I'll get here. Y'all raise your voice. You can know because I'm only passionate with stuff that I just know. Okay. Like this is my life. I I mean, I do it like there's sports or whatever, but I've dedicated my life and sacrificed personal life, personal relationships because this is just what I do. I ain't got no kids. I ain't got nothing. It's just basically this is life. This is sports. So when I tell you something, this is the reason why last year I told you that losing with Golden State, that's them road. The reason why they were so bad on the road is that chemistry situation. You're going your separate ways on the road. And now that they're winless on the road, you got to wonder if that's going with Clippers. But you might have to buy James Harden out, man. Period. You listen to the Sports Grind. Today's show is being presented by Dos Equis. We are broadcasting here from the Maestro de Bell Tequila Studios. We'll be back. When life sounds too much like this, it's time to consider more of this. Sometimes a little shift is all you need. A dose of perspective. Dos Equis Lager. Get a dose. Enjoy Dos Equis responsibly. Copyright 2021. Imported by Cervezas Mexicanas, White Plains, New York. Maestro Dobel Tequila was born from 11 generations of tequila-making legacy. It is sourced from a single estate in the volcanic lowlands of Jalisco, Mexico, using the finest 100% blue agave. Double distilled and aged in European white oak barrels, Maestro Dobel's commitment to innovation isn't only to discover new ways of distilling and aging, it's about elevating and crafting a superior tequila that is the essence of mastery. Maestro Dobel is the official tequila of the PGA Tour and an official sponsor of the sports grind. Please drink responsibly. It's time to warm up that scoreboard and get ready to bring home the win with Specs. 
Spec says you covered with lower prices on all your favorite fan fuel. From craft beer, rare spirits and world-class wine to chips, dips and gourmet finer foods. And with same-day delivery when you order online or through the app, Specs is your MVP for the biggest score of the game. At Specs, the fun starts here. Here's to you, cheers to savings. Just because the sun is setting earlier doesn't mean the fun stops sooner. Now is the perfect time to get to Specs and stock up on after-summer savings with fresh new releases in every category. Specs has Texas' largest selection of lower-priced wines, craft cocktail ingredients, and beers that'll have you raising a glass to every sunset. The biggest savings of the season are at Specs. The fun starts here. Whether you're looking for a date night at the Dominion or a light meal while shopping on the weekend, stop by Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion. Just five minutes north of the shopping center, Thai Lao Orchid's Vietnamese options are great for dinner or lunch, serving up staples from curry and noodles to the house special Nam and seafood lovers steamed clay pot. They're open weeknights from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. and noon till 9 on Saturdays and noon to 8 on Sundays. That's Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. 